Hello, welcome to BTEC Philosophers, the philosophy podcast. Well, I don't know if it is really about philosophy anymore, but it's, it's a cool name with me, comedian Elliot Steele, and my co-host, Michael Odawale. Thank you. I think it is still about philosophy, man. I Who's think the main host? Me. Uh, and, uh, you're, hearing our, you're hearing our guest this week who's already trying to cause... No, I'm not trying to cause I division. Just drop that in and then move Do it along. Let's, well, let's, let's welcome our first guest, Jamali Maddox. Thank you. Instigator. Thank you. I'm not instigator. Do you know what? I, I will say, and we were talking about this before the podcast started, um, I think Elliot's helping the podcast more. <laughs> not necessarily in terms of entertainment, but just in terms of guest booking. Uh, because I'll be honest with you, I nearly didn't come. <laughs> Why didn't you nearly come? Mike's attitude. My attitude. My, Mike's attitude stinks. <laughs> you mean Mike's <laughs> attitude stinks? Mike, what's wrong with my attitude? You five minutes before we record today, you went, "Let me go get food," and then just sat there. I don't mind that. I don't mind that. It's just that Mike, because you've been trying to get me on the podcast for a little while, but yeah. I've been working. Wanted you to be the first. Been busy, guy. you know, d- d- on tour, whatever. Tour's over now, so I got some time off. So I said I'll come do the podcast. But then Mike was just acting like he's doing me a favor. No, like I, me I, being I, here. Mike's just like. Yeah, you know, yeah, but, you know, if you come on a podcast and, you know, but we can't really move the time for you. Why, is there no more spots open? No, they're available, <laughs> but, you know, we've got a routine. I was like, Mike, I'm doing you a favour by being here. <laughs> and I, 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 and I just have to reiterate to Mike, you know, Mike, this is a big favour for you. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't doing me no favours. I appreciate here. your presence here. Okay. I appreciate <laughs> your presence. But even when he says it, yeah, he leaves it with such a, uh, he leaves it open-ended. Yeah, I know what you mean. I'm just gonna say, Mike, your attitude stinks, uh, and I love you anyway. Listen, you're my friend. I'm always saying you're not my enemy. I appreciate this. You, you've stepped at <laughs> my house, like we're friends. Mm-hmm. But your attitude stinks, man. Thank you for <laughs> coming on to the pods. No, I'm happy uh, to be here. Uh, man. We, we we really wanted you here to be our be our first guest. No, man. I'm happy. I'm all, I'm only joking. You guys are great, and I'm really happy to be. I've listened to podcasts, and it's amazing. So oh, thank you. I had to come down. Thank you. You well, listen to it more than I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you uh, never uh, listen to an episode. I always message Mike. I'm like, hey, what clip do you want up from the podcast? And he's like, oh, I'm not listening to that. No, I don't say that. I just <laughs> said it's it's my yeah, own. Do you have a problem watching yourself? I can't watch. Mike. No, Mike, Mike, Mike. I don't watch nothing. Mike will watch himself. I'll tell you now. Uh, once we asked uh, me and uh, uh, comic up. Philip asked Mike if. Uh, uh, when's the last time you cried? And Mike said because he thought about himself dying and the whole it would leave the world. <laughs> he thought about how it would leave the world. No, I didn't. No, how... Oh, we're gonna get over that quick. <laughs> oh, we're like Mike. We're getting over that one quick. <laughs> like you might get a little tear at the funeral after that. Nah, that's Bro, how gonna... long before. So where's lunch? You know, but, well, I, I think you would get one charity gig, <laughs> depending how you die. It's not yearly. It's a no. bucket. Oh. It's a bucket show. It's a yearly. What you want. I'm yearly. talking about like the 50 room in, in Angel. It's not the Michael of the Wild Lady. No. Annual. No. <laughs> no, no. Mike, no. Mike. You're not God. renaming awards after me. Mike, no. no. Edinburgh Award, the Michael of the Wild Lady. No, no. They, won't, they won't mention you in Edinburgh. You won't, you won't get one. Of, was, that, was that posthumous or what the fuck is called when you're dead? <laughs> They're not mentioning you at the Channel 4 Comedy Awards. They're going to like have your wall up next to Sean Locke and be like, ah, oh, oh, Mike died. No one gets, nah, nah. Mike that. really would want the comedy community. <laughs> To act like when Sean I wouldn't. Died. I wouldn't pull it on my main page <laughs> Instagram. But I'll put it in a story. It's not close friends. For close friends. Okay. Yeah, close friends. <laughs> yeah, no, we're getting over that one. It's getting a highlight. It stays. <laughs> highlight, Mike. No, I'm about highlight. You would. You would hate to see how quickly I'd replace you. <laughs> <laughs> you would hate to see how quickly. Anyway, Mike. Give it two away, weeks. So, uh, not even two weeks. <laughs> yeah, next episode. Uh, Jamali would come and feature regularly. <laughs> He'd just be like, as long as Mike's oh, yeah, not there. Yeah, 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 I feel it. You'd come back way more. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling. I'm feeling. <laughs> 
Yeah, oh. but I, I do wonder that, like, you know, it, it, what's your uh, funeral going to be like? I, 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 do you want, like, a big funeral? Or do you want one of them? I, d- I, don't, I don't want, like, people to, like, have fun. Mm. Don't don't turn up in trainers and that, and you, do you know what I mean. Yeah, like, you want that like full. Nah, you you, you go in there, you know. I want some wailing. You want some wailing. old school wailing. Do you want like do you want like people to try and jump on the casket? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You want to be buried? I want to be um. I want to be cremated. Half buried, half cremated. <laughs> I want to. <laughs> a magician just swords you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Half I want. I want half. Deal. I want top top half, burn bottom half. Bury that. I why want the, why the bottom half stays. Ah, fuck it, innit? <laughs> why not? We, why we Don't. just get you... Vice versa, mate. We, we I, just Because of your legs, we just get to get you a baby's coffin. Oh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> Save a bit of money. Save <laughs> a bit of fucking money get a baby's a coffin. A baby's coffin. <laughs> you still have to squeeze him in there. You still have yeah, to squash yeah, him yeah, in yeah. there. Like, he wants a baby's coffin. He wants people walking by to think it's a real sad funeral. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. Not just a man. Sometimes I see videos of, like, in, in America, they'll, like... Someone, like, a rapper will be dead... But they'll put him in the club mm. one last time. Yeah, I saw like, that yeah, video. Yeah, that's he was in the club and that. Oh, what's that like? Like mummify you or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, they um, oh, ta- it's not taxidermy, but I think yeah. it's, it's. Yeah, I think it's taxidermy. It preser- yeah, it's like they preserve because they, when you get buried, they yeah. fill you with the chemicals. Yeah, that's why they can do open mad and that, innit? and then they just get like one last wine, and they yeah, put a joint yeah. in his mouth. I think they did. I saw that in like uh, Mexico. So they had it like oh, it was Brazil or one of them in like the favelas. And he had like AKs around him, and girls I, I saw one where him. they uh, they uh, put the guy's casket mm. on a football pitch, kicked a football off the casket, so it went in the goal, so he could score one last goal. Amazing. Yeah. What would your one be, Mike? Mike one, one last bomb at a competition. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say that. What I was about to say. I was about to say. Stick Elliot on stage who can die one last time. <laughs> I saw someone was. Yeah, gonna I was go gonna go for it. It was, it was a fucking. It was low bearing fruit, and I was gonna fucking pick at it. I do the same amount of crowd work. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Matt does no crowd work, bro. I'm straight in my set, bro. Matt doesn't even... You know like that that really kind of like thing everyone does where they say, who's drinking? Or like, but obviously a bit more better. Matt doesn't even ask questions. You know that people come and say, how you guys doing? Matt just comes and goes, all right. <laughs> my <laughs> name's Michael Odawadi. I have a straight in. genuine disdain for people that might need to be... You uh, don't do no crowd work at all. I, don't, I mean, I, I say hello. When have you, had you... Have you done the reserve? Yeah. Did, would you, how did you MC? How did I MC? I just came out like this to Pleasant Reserve. I <laughs> 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 just reminded them where they were. These are my jokes. So yeah, the Pleasant like, Yo, we're in Edinburgh. So anyway, the Pleasant <laughs> Reserve is uh, about uh, the Pleasants every year put on four comedians and they rotate each night who does what. So four up and coming. Yeah, I did, I did I, the reserve. I did the reserve. It's quite a prestigious thing. Yeah. They, they sort of take the best up and coming comedians. Shut the fuck Stay <laughs> beating him up. Don't, don't try. No, no, I'm saying, listen, I'm oh, saying. Hey, they you t- never did the reserve. No, my, never, never. I never auditioned. You never auditioned. But he didn't get invited. You didn't get invited, did you? No, do you know what? I, d- I generally I, 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 missed the, I missed the I missed the audition. So no, I, he didn't. I did. But you I started did. at sixteen. There's so did, many years. I did big value. And you're dead. And you. But well, when I was nineteen, I was doing a solo show. Right? You did one solo show. You say like one solo successful. show? Huh? What was the solo show? I fucking hate that you're here at. So it, was was ne- it was called Netflix and Steel. Netflix and Steel. So you said poster that was as a good. burn to me. You were proud of that. <laughs> hey, do you want to see, do you want to see a photo of the poster? <laughs> I got a photo of his poster. Can we, can we try and uh, drop it so get, give it to Sergey so people could. Um, yeah, I'll um, show you. Uh, Netflix and Steel. Airdrop it so the people at home would be able to. Yeah, let me show you. Let me show you a photo of Elliot's poster. It's a sick poster. Yeah. I saw it on the streets of Edinburgh, and I sent this to him on his birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness. 
What were you What were you going for there? It was a ripped up. It's a ripped up flyer of my post on the streets of Edinburgh. <laughs> <laughs> that is called. That is called when you're three, four years into the game and you don't understand anything about the industry. You know if that? only you had a father and people who had signed you to give you some guidance. Yeah, but the problem is, is sometimes you listen to him, like you get signed, you sometimes like, you've got to learn how to, part of learning the game is saying no. Mm -hmm. Knowing when to say no or going, that's not what I'm going for. If you give somebody complete, it's not the agent's fault, it's just that they, they've got 30 acts coming to yeah. Edinburgh, so they're like, here's a photo shoot, here's a fly design. Oh, we really like I like this. the jacket with the hood up. Yeah. It showed them um, the tough council estate Croydon. Yeah. Yeah. Streetwise. I'm very streetwise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the most streetwise person in this room. <coughs> you're Whoa. fucking not, bro. I'm more streetwise than you. Don't more you Yeah, don't point at me, bro. <laughs> fucking talking shit. How do you define streetwise? Bro, bro, you live in gentrified. You live in a gentrified bit of Hackney now. Do you know why? <laughs> because I'm doing well. Yeah. That's He's why. Done what you're supposed to do. Yes, I'm doing what you're supposed to do, bro. It's black called, capitalism. Uh, thank you. It's called upward momentum. Yeah. Black pound, bro. You wouldn't know about that. No. You wouldn't know about that. Why, how would you define that's why that I'm not you're paying you for Hatney Empire? That's why I'm not paying you for Hatney Empire. <laughs> I'm giving your fee to Mike for reparations. Yeah, you shouldn't have been there. Uh, <laughs> congrats to Marley, by the way. Uh, performed at Hackney Empire I did. Uh, last week. And you guys came A thousand people, blessed. man, just came to see your show. Yeah, a little bit over a thousand. Um, a little bit over. A little bit over. After. A little over. Yeah. What do you say? Mike, Mike left. Mike left straight after. No, I didn't leave straight after. Oh, you I missed it. It was one of the funnest... It was not fun. Fun's a weird word. It was the strangest group of people that came. Because after, right, cause we're hanging out. My family were there. And we're like, all right, I need to go hang out with the, the people now, like my, my friends. So we left and we went to like Weatherspoons across the road, yeah. which was a wrong, because everyone from the show went to the pub. Mm. And it's like a bit, yeah, it was a bit much. But anyway, uh, we went and it was me, Elliot, uh, the guy who was a camera guy, Hate Thy Neighbor. He's like, he like a skateboarder guy. I thought, oh, this soundproof is amazing. Mm. A guy who's a skateboarder, um, like my two friends, one who was really drunk and I had to send in the cab home. Her friend, who's like a proper, um, really quite left wing, hard left wing. And then a man who lives in the Tower of London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom Horton. And it was just like the weirdest mix of people, man. You and guys gel? Them two started getting at it at the end, but I think they were fine. Did they, Tom and... Tom and... Um, yeah, Tom, uh, I love Tom dearly. He, he, uh, I do. But <coughs> but I think they were cool after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think it, it got nowhere. But they were just like, spark, but all I heard is someone just say, so how do you define left-wing liberalism? And I was like, Ooh, all right, I'm getting it. It's at that point in the night. Yeah. yeah, yeah I'm I'm and Tom's not the guy. The thing that Tom doesn't realise is like how privileged he is. He lives in the tower. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But Tom will every now and then, and I love him dearly. It's like, that's a valid question. You're not the person to ask. It's just, that's all it is, is it's like, oh, don't you ask that. Turn Other to, than that, it was a lot. Yeah, yeah. Turn to your mate. I mean, even then, it was still fun. Like, I, yeah. I still like watching just the worlds clash. I think that's quite... I like the, watching real people have a... Yeah, it was fun. It was a fun night. I had a good night. And Tom's liberal and left-wing as fuck himself. The, yeah. show, the show was good. The show was great. Uh, great. Um, yeah, I had, I had a good time. I left that show... I'd, a lot of bits I hadn't seen. I'd, I'd done a um, open for you in Brighton mm. months before, and it was a different show. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm just being a dick. About I was what? just making out he died. You know when someone goes, yeah, I heard about. No, he didn't that. die. No, I Mike know, killed. I'm being a dick. I did all right. I died in Guildford. Yeah, yeah oh, no, mate, I he died. Did. Hard. He died. I had to take him out. Of dates <laughs> before before Jamali goes on, yeah. So like before Jamali goes on to his show in Guildford. So the way the mic, it's like uh, there's just. 
the offstage mic is just behind this door. You announce yourself on, you go on, yeah? Uh, Jamali doesn't realise the mic is hot, gets a phone call, the music <laughs> goes down, yeah? Jamali's just on the phone with his boy. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because obviously I'm just in, like, fucking Guildford. Uh, <laughs> and, and I had to message him and be like, Mike's live. Uh, and yeah, 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 and then you just hear him go, shit. <laughs> and then it was just the most, all right, Guildford, how we doing? With fucking Guildford as well. It's known as those, like um, a place to bomb in. Guildford yeah, G Live was always known yeah, as the, yeah. one of the worst gigs. And I'm doing a, do a date there in, in, in later this year. <laughs> there you go. Do another date there. Oh, but we thank you for. No, Carl, I, I wanted to. to <laughs> okay, to, all right. Oh, yeah, 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 sorry, yeah, sorry, sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Because I, I, I watched a show, obviously, at, at Hackney Empire, a different show from the one I saw in Brighton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, there's a girl just offered tits on Kep in front of us. Yeah. But that's not what I wanted to bring up. Just about your clientele, but in terms of, I, I left that show asking, "Are you okay?" Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm I'm better. It's like the weird thing is, I wrote that show when I wasn't okay, mm -hmm. and it's hard trying to write a show. I mean, it's hard performing a show when you're okay now, mm -hmm. or you're getting better, mm -hmm. but then you're not okay when you're writing it. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? And because you're you're still, you have to put yourself back in that place, kind of, mm -hmm. to perform it. It, it sounds like I'm not doing a comedy show. It's a comedy show. It's, it's a comedy a show. It's a stand-up show. It is just all stand-up and jokes. It's great jokes. It's um, yeah. So I'm I'm fine now. I I you know, I is think it, like um, any other. <clears throat> I think um, uh, it's not uncommon for comedians to um have sort of um, uh, uh, uh inner problems. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm 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 way better, man. I'm 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 in a good place. Like I'm I'm sort of enjoying. I'm enjoying um, where I'm at. I'm enjoying. I'm comfortable. Is is what you're writing now reflecting that? You're yeah, saying? yeah. I've, I've definitely. I'm trying to be more honest. That's what I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be honest to the point that I'm uncomfortable. Mm. Like if I say something, if I'm writing something and I'm like, oh, that's actually more true than I want it to be, then I think that's good. Yeah. And I'm uncomfortable. Like it's uncomfortable being honest and saying how you feel or what you've done. Mm. You know what I'm saying though. Mm. Like and my grandma was at the show. Mm. I'm talking about certain stories and that. Yeah, like, yeah. stuff that's happened. Right. That is one thing of like anyone thinking of starting comedy. One day your family will come to the show. <laughs> Do you have a routine about eating ass or? You or admitted you're eating ass bit. That one in the Hackney show. Yeah, no, no. I mean, because of family. Everyone, no, 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 no. I mean, I was doing my squirting. Mm, yeah, that's true. And um, <clears throat> smoking spice, but I um, I my um, I don't change the show because my family are there that's fucking stupid because at the end of the day my show even though i love my family mm -hmm. and i'm happy they came and i'm happy they enjoyed it but my show i don't perform for my family yeah do you mean they're not my fan base my fan base are girls on cat yeah and girls yeah. on cat it, it was the crud. most disrespectful thing i see because you've got <laughs> this bit at the end yeah i, I don't want to give the bit away but it's about the rights because george floyd you just mentioned george floyd oh the george give, floyd yeah, bit yeah don't yeah. want to give it away and it's one girl like she's on cat and she's just started the other girl she's with opens up her insta two white women by the way just to make it worse opens up her insta dms and is like showing some guys she's talking to as you're talking about there's this real sort of like moment, like you've got something to say about yeah, this. yeah, it's, yeah. it's a funny bit but it's just like i was just like not at this bit like but not you know, this bit. It, it, it's just there's. But do you know what though? I, I used to get mad angry about that stuff. But it's the evolution of of mind now, where attention 
is just not there. That's why people. And it's not. And I and I used to get mad personally, but it's nothing to do with me. It's the fact that no one has it, me included. I don't have the attention span now is so fucking little and so short, and and as well as like we have access to be so uh, um, about our lives. Yeah, you know what I mean. And quite um, um, self. What you want? Uh, I was just pointing to talking to the microphone. Oh, you have to talk into the mic. Oh, my yeah. bad. Yeah, so I didn't realize. Um, I thought it was. Um, I thought. I thought. Uh, I thought they would just hear me from their houses. But um, I like how long you came to think of that bit. You had us all waiting. Very tired. The speed of Jamali, man. Sorry, I had. Um, I went to a rap show last night. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you know what I mean. It's like it's quite. Um, it's easy to be selfish. And think yeah. about yourself, and we all like to think about ourselves sometimes. And so. For sure, but I, I don't think it's just a necessarily a attention span thing. I think there's a thing that when you do a show of that size, you will uh, one yeah. what so a girl will bring so someone will go, I'm a fan of Jamali Maddox, message two of their friends, let's go see Jamali Maddox. There'll be two girls who've never been at comedy shows before, they were also. The group of girls were fit as fuck. So, yeah, right. so they're, they're not. Oh, yeah, I know exactly who you're talking so then, about. So, because they came up to me after the show, they had like tattoos, blonde yeah, hair, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, they, yeah, and they weren't gonna. They they were the kind of girls that probably have never been to. Also, big props to venue staff for once again not saying anything because they were talking during the show. There was a lot of chatting, didn't yeah, it? Like venue staff, <coughs> I never fucking understand. And that guy who shouted out. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No yeah. one. What did he shout out? The, I didn't hear the uh, guy shouted out blacker than black. No, he was cool. He gave you something. Oh, he was cool. Yeah. No, no, because oh, he had, he, he comes to shows all the time. Right. Okay. He, he was, was he's like a he's a massive guy, big brother, and he always wears like he always wears like silk shirts. Mm. Nice. And he comes to all the shows. He's cool. Yeah. No, no, he's cool. He's the one who's the manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he starts like I'm a manager of the bricks of the eye, but we, you know I mean? yeah, that was funny. Yeah, he's cool. But um, then, but, but then, yeah, comedy comedy club. Uh, I don't know what it is about theaters or this that because I had it uh, the other week, yeah. And I think it's a thing after COVID where they've had to rehire people who the people who were previously worked there don't work there anymore. I did just just as like juxtaposition of like we both got to play Hackney Empire and stuff. That was great. I had to do the Wyvern Theater in in Swindon, yeah. Mm. You've seen on my Instagram story. I turned up to this place and it wasn't. It, it was just like in a foyer of this room. But there's a massive window by where the stage is. Huge mm. window overlooking the beautiful skyline of Swindon. Oh, what a thing to look at during a comedy show. There's a fucking car park there. Yeah. So the MC goes on stage, uh, and he, he's a bit new. He's been going like three years and stuff, and he, he's he's doing all right. He's MCing it, but like he's trying to get him to sit at the front. They've put 120 seats out. There's oh, 30, yeah, yeah. There's 30 people in. But they still put 120 seats out. Mm. The the at the back of the room is where you can hang out. So everyone's gone and sat there. Nobody's come to sit near the front. So that so it's just hard to play. He goes on, tries to MC, whatever. I go on and I just acknowledge how shit the setup is. As you should. Mm. And they they fucking kicked off about it. Like the the theater started getting all pissy with me about like oh and it's just like. Well, if you and then also, and but do you know though? What, just to go back on, I think you made an interesting point about theatre staff. And I just realised, I don't know how much conflict I'm willing to deal with on minimum wage though. Yeah, like like, like I've got to come and potentially get into a heated conflict with you in front of hundreds of people for minimum wage. Yeah, no, but all you all, all they have to do is go. Do you know what I'm no, no. But even just that, to go up to someone and be like, "Could you be quiet, please?" You know, this guy, he's drunk. People, do you know what I'm saying though? And it's like, I'd, I'll be honest with you, if you're paying me 
what's the minimum wage now? Or what if the wage? Say the wage is ten pound an hour. Yeah. For ten pound an hour. Jamali's really living good, man. He uh, don't, he, even, he, know they don't even know wage. minimum wage. <laughs> Jamali, how much no, is no, 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 how no, much no. is minimum, minimum wage? Minimum wage <laughs> is uh six pounds. So six pounds eight an hour. Yeah. Six pounds eighty. Yeah. yeah. I know minimum fucking. Uh, bruv, I, I, you're acting like, bro. Number one, I don't have that much money, and number two, I didn't start making money from comedy only up until like two years ago. Yeah, it's enough time to oh, forget. You know, I, want <laughs> I want you. To I go. was broke. I know. I know how. You, I see how you spend money. You're gonna be there again. You're gonna. Yeah. <laughs> I spend money badly. Bro. I spend money very badly. But I'm quite generous with it. Yeah. I guess I, I, that, that's that's how I justify spending yeah. a lot. I try to be generous. You're gonna have a great time for two years. Oh yeah, it's a downhill. It's the downhill. Um, but yeah, no, I, I see what you're saying. But my my problem is with comedy. Club uh, security and comedy club. Uh, it's just all they would have to do is go over me like, "Hey guys, just people around can't hear. Can you stop talking?" And most people, I think nine out of ten times, don't realize they're interrupting. They're in their own bubble. Well, people. I'm sorry, well, the point I make is people don't like mm. conflict. People. Yeah. People don't want conflict. People don't want to have anything to do with it. And I, you know, I can understand that. Mm. Do you think there's an inherent like uh, what I was going to say as well is like there's a there's a level of Britishness. To that, I think there's a Britishness. There's a Britishness to like going over interrupting. What am I gonna? What the fuck am I gonna like? And the thing is, as well, is I guess from the sideline, like a lot of times where I've had that issue, the venue staff have gone, "Oh, I thought you were handling it." Yeah, Yeah. and it's like unless you clearly say, "Kick him out," but the problem is I can't say that because I look, I look like a dick if I say kick him out now. If I kicked out that guy, it would have took me twenty minutes to get everyone back. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I ain't got that time for sure. But I, I, I like I spoke about here before when I was at Cardiff Glee, and there's people literally having a domestic on a front row. Uh, the woman's hitting the guy, and you go, "What more do you fucking need to show that I'm? Tr- I've tried to restart my set like eight times now. Yeah, but you're handling it. But no, I'm not. There's a fucking there's a woman slapping a man, and just and and a bit of me was like, bro, hit her back so they'll intervene. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to see a woman get hit, but <laughs> I want to do my set. I, I want to do, do my set. Yeah. What well, um, is this what the podcast is about? Ah, oh, we're just. We're just <laughs> I'm, not, I'm just asking. No, I, I no, don't. No, we, uh, what we want to talk about this week is uh, because with the jubilee coming up and uh, say that again. I love the way you said it. Jubilee, jubilee, the jubilee, jubilee, coming, the jubilee coming up, and uh, the way that it sort of divides the country in 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 an odd way. I think as mm. well. I I, I uh, the idea of nationalism and being proud of your country is quite mm. a divisive topic because I find especially over here. It, it, we're so divided on everything, so you have to go one way or the other. So you have to be, I'm all for the Queen and Britain was fantastic and we did nothing wrong in our past. Mm-hmm. Or you have to cry and apologise and say, burn the flag and destroy mm-hmm. the monarchy. Mm-hmm. Woo. Mm-hmm. And w- which I, I can understand like why why people say that. But it's uh, I think it's an interesting topic, the idea of being proud of your country. And I think and, it's not. And, and you, as a, a, a documentarian, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you had hate that I never how many? Two seasons? Two seasons. Traveled a lot of places, man. Yeah, been around. I went it's around. What, I, I actually want because you, you have a bit in your show about, obviously, Stacey Dooley. Yeah. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't, don't, don't talk about that. Because uh, it's out there to the public. Yeah, but not, not, on, not on the <laughs> no, no, Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, I love the fact that like everyone was cool with the baby coffin uh, and <laughs> Stacey Dooley's brought up. It's like, yo, yo, yo. I'll tell you after why. Yeah. What would you say the difference is, though, between like what you do yeah. and in terms of 
No, I'm not trying to say it's this. No, 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 no. Go, ask a question. Ask a question. Ask a question. But sort of like going to explore things with sort of arguably not having full knowledge on that thing. Yeah. Um. I don't. I don't have full knowledge either. Mm, mm. Like we're both. We both come from the same place. In terms of, okay, I go in there with three Ws, right? Okay. Um, it's the uh, what they're saying, why they're saying it, and who they are. Okay. And I think what they're saying is sensationalism. Mm. You know what I mean? Because I think it's easy to get someone to say something crazy on camera. Mm. And that's kind of what gets clicks, hits, and views. So for an entertainment thing, you kind of probably need that. And it sets the tone of why am I seeing this person? Mm. Uh, the why is why are they the way they are? Mm -hmm. And the who they are mm -hmm. is the, you know, what is the makeup of this person? And that's what I go in there with. I don't really know a lot about the subject, so I try to be honest about what I don't know. Mm. You know what I mean? I try not to pretend that I know everything what's going on. I know mm. why they, I don't know. And that's why I'm investigating. Mm. Or that's why, and I only, you know, except, because I've done stories, I did some docs for Channel 4. Mm. And, you know, uh, let me not try and be, I'm not gonna, fuck it, let me not be political. I was not interested in those stories. Mm as much as I was in other stories. Mm. Even on Hate Thy Neighbor, there were stories I was not interested in and it was reflected because I'm not curious. Yeah, and yeah. if you're not curious, if you're not genuinely curious of why are you like that, yeah. then it goes nowhere. Yeah. Mm. Um, I, but I didn't know a lot. I mean, you know, I mean, it, but also like, because when I did Hate Thy Neighbor season one, there's a lot of factors in that that I was 24. Wow. And we just said yeah, Hate That Neighbor was a show where- On Viceland where I yeah. met fascists. Yeah. 24. <coughs> I was wow. 24, maybe 25. So I'm young. And the time we did Hate That Neighbor, because the original idea of Hate That Neighbor was racist road show where I went around the world, I spoke to racist people and I gave them like six swastikas out of 10. Like it was a joke, <laughs> right? And then we developed it into Hate That Neighbor. Right? It was coking that vice room. I know that for no, sure. No, no, I pitched it. It was my idea. It was my idea. But imagine, I, imagine being there at home like, oh, I've only got four swastikas yeah, out yeah. of 10. And that was like, it was a joke. And, and I do stand up in between and I critique the racism. I go, I have racism with shit. Because how the original, how I originally came up with the idea is this was an idea from years and years. And I was talking to Joe Jacobs, another comedian about it. And what I wanted to do was when the BMP the British National Party, which was a political group that I think uh, it's gone now. Um, S sadly. Sadly. <laughs> RIP, BNP. But they were a far right wing political group. Big in Dagenham. Big. They were, they were, that's the seat they had was in yeah. Dagenham, which was surprisingly like a large African population. Yeah. But even they were voting for them. <laughs> they got they got the bins on time. <laughs> like I remember my boy, my Priorities. boy lived in Dagnum and he was just like, I was like, what's it like having BMP? And he goes, Yeah, bro, it's fucked, but boy, you know what? Like the bins yeah. are time, bro. <laughs> you always know when the recycling. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they he goes efficient. like, if there was like guys hanging out on the street corner, you call the council, they're gone next week. Like they didn't fuck. Like they were. That's, that's how fascism gets yeah, popular because they, you know, like I said, we said on it when Mussolini made the train. Mussolini got the trains on time. Yeah, like yeah, that's yeah, why yeah, yeah. But anyway, so and uh, they had to by law they had to let in black members and Asian members. So mm. what I was gonna do is I wanted to um, join, get a bunch of black people to join, and then try and run for leader. That's funny. So I get a bunch of all. So we get majority black people joining, change it to the Black National Party. And then I was going to run for leader. Yeah. And but we never did it in the end because uh, I was I think I was open miking at the time, so it would never you know I didn't have the. So and then it turned into like you know 
racist roadshow and then hit that nigga. And when we were making it, there was stuff I didn't understand. And it gets back to the nationalism thing is like I would go. I remember we did the first episode in Sweden and the guys were telling me we're outright. And I didn't know what that meant. Oh, really? No, because it that's was back in the day. It though. was back in that the day. A new term. Isn't it, it was like a new term. So, but me and even my producers, like, I won't fuck that. I mean, yeah, like we didn't understand what it was. Yeah, we didn't really understand what they meant. And they were like, "I'm a nationalist," and it was all about nationalism. And I, I understood nationalism to a part, but I never seen it. Yeah, in um, that extreme form, because I think when we say like nationalism and all this, there's many facets to it, and there's many extremes. You know, there is some people that just want to wave, you know, go to the Queen's Jubilee and do this and go, I'm proud to be English. And then you've got some people like, no one else can come here. Mm. But those people, like, both sides, I find it so freaky. Like, don't, don't get me wrong. I can understand you want to have a British flag outside your house and you enjoy the Queen. I don't but, get it. But people, I, I get to a degree because I, I, like I said, I've, I've got mates who be like, oh, I like the Queen and stuff like that. I'm always a little bit. Why? I think it's. Because uh, I, feel, I feel like that the, the, one of the arguments I always heard coming up was oh it's good for tourism but why don't we just have the palace yeah, yeah. I know, that, that, why does the, a, why does she have to live in it like airbnb money and it's such a it's such a weird cop out because it's usually kind of people moan about foreigners but then they're like but it brings foreigners do you yeah, know what yeah, i mean yeah, like yeah. it's yeah. such an odd but i think it's a it's a figurehead of britain and it's the idea that they're proud of this the same way uh like so the same way some people uh, they'll hold it in relevance as the same thing even though they're both they're nowhere near the same thing but how they'll emotionally feel is British some British people feel the same about the Queen as Jamaicans do about Usain Bolt they'll feel the same sort of but that's alright that's one of, did you see what yeah, I'm saying yeah but they the thing is but the thing are, is they, I hear what you mean but the problem is is that Usain Bolt doesn't cost millions of taxpayers money what's a hundred meters what's her equivalent is that is killing it, diana uh, like what what's what she done allegedly <laughs> allegedly oh <laughs> uh, they got that they got them strong lawyers edit that out edit that out we we just go for it innit? we go for this and I, I every week i put this pod out and I, as as it goes out i await i await an email <laughs> <laughs> so so but what i mean by that is people in, in fact i try to break down because i have this argument uh i'm in a whatsapp group with a bunch of comedians of scottish and irish and scottish people have this weird uh thing where for some reason they they believe that they're not part of the empire so scottish people will do this thing where it, half of glasgow is named after slavers the streets are named after famous slavers right yeah but scottish people be like oh yeah but we're not british and it's like did you know is this selected they're like oh we're scottish we're not english yeah. so it's this infighting thing that you have amongst you know you've they got do that, it in liverpool yeah, yeah they do it in which liverpool. has got slave the dogs yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah but the so you you've got a i don't want to do one of your bit but you've got a bit about like white people don't let certain white people even have whiteness and that that's mm. it's very true about white people we don't we don't see other it it, almost the same as when you've got it is the same as when like you know if white people just will just go oh africa but within africa you've got so many different you know Ghanaians v nigerians and then with mm. that you've got a africa african and people and, yeah. v uh you've got africa versus like the caribbean and stuff well like historically we should we should do that <laughs> yeah, we should do that as a gig that'd be a fun gig 
I can't wait to hear about all the difference. <laughs> in 2020, you know, when you know when them white people reading all of those how to not be racist books, yeah. you know, I was like, I'm gonna read one, and then I was like, I'm black, I don't need to read this. So I, I read a chapter. Yeah. And you know, whiteness has always been policed. Back in the day, you know, like Irish people, you know, they weren't, you know. I was talking to what's his. One of the guys who wear bags on their head, what are they call it, good guys, um, the blind, blind, you know the, the they do, they do bags, comedy, bags they, they, they do the comedy rap in Ireland. A bander man. Oh, no. oh, rubber bandits, rubber, rubber bandits. bandits. Sorry, when you said bags on their heads, no, they were bags, like, they were bags. The good guys, no, 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 the good guys, the good guys, rubber bandits, sharp, sharp dudes. No, I yeah. thought you meant like the KKK. Oh no, 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 yeah, that's even even runs like oh KKK. Yeah, good guys, solid, solid dudes. No, Javali didn't hate our neighbour and went met the KKK and were like, they make some points. No, 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 but he was telling Chris a cold in person, bro. He was telling me something interesting about Irish that before the Irish went to America, they went over there. Um, there was like a guy who was, um, I guess it was the same ideals of the IRA. I don't know if the IRA were around then. I'm not too versed in the knowledge, but he <clears throat> he wrote a letter, like an open letter to all the Irish people going to immigrate to America. And he goes, when you get there, uh, the black people, your allies, don't get sucked into the thing. But when they got there, they sort of became white where it was sort of that they were seen as okay. lower class citizens in, mm. and they sort of became the police. Because like, if you go to Boston, yeah, yeah, yeah. Irish and the police are such sort of thing. Well, yeah, yeah. That East Coast. And it was that weird thing of it. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Oh, sorry, sorry. So the East Coast has that thing, doesn't it? Like the Italians and the Irish used to be, but then it was like, it's, it, well, it's like that thing, you know, every, every new generation mm. uh, starts, you, you, there's nothing more privileged. That part of privilege, I guess, is the way we see it in a human way, is that you get to oppress another people. That's part of the privilege of whenever you look through history is yeah. th that these people then become the people that we can oppress. And you see that, so you'll look you know, the same way. You'll find people who were first generation immigrants 40 years ago, 20 years ago, were moaning about the Polish coming over here and mm. things like, oh, because we were hardworking immigrants, they're not hardworking immigrants. Mm. And that's part of then assimilating into the British identity. It's like, it's like trying to get on a packed bus and you tell everyone to move down, and you get on the bus, and the people trying to get on, like, there's no space on the bus. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah, what I mean? yeah. You're getting it's sucked like, into Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're on now. You're <laughs> that's, in. A, that's, that's an amazing analogy. That is exactly it. Because as yeah. soon as you get on, when that bus pulls up and it's patched, you're like, come on, man, you get out. And the minute you're on, you're like, don't <laughs> stop the <laughs> scumbags. <laughs> <laughs> Run them over. Run them over. Because you, you have the privilege of being on the bus. <laughs> exactly. You're now yeah, on yeah, it. Like, yeah, that's, yeah. that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Like. I guess that's kind of why you get so many of these, like, black and Asian people voting for Trump and UKIP and all these things mm. because it's like you're on the bus now. Because, you know, one one thing when I was making Hate Thy Neighbor is, you know, people, you know, would say, oh, all these, you know, white people go, you know what, though? You'd be surprised. Like, there was a lot of black and Mexican supporters of Trump. Well, like, like a lot, man. You've like, got, like, older black people. They are conservative in yeah, their opinions. In their Christi especially Christianity. Yeah, yeah. But it's, they just vote, I guess, Democrat because they just, like, makes sense historically do you not think there's a thing though and i i find this a this is one that interests me as a white person because it's not my argument so it's like an interesting one to see is like if somebody comes to a country and the whole point like the one thing that i do like about britain that i do like being british is i can come and do this podcast podcast and say boris johnson is a fat slag and he has fat slag children and nothing will happen mm -hmm. the children are uh, no but i can by but free speech I, it's free speech yeah. i can say that and i enjoy being able to do that and i can vote for who i want and I, all of these things and that that is a a great thing about this place and and mm -hmm. i think the people who want to take that 
away aren't just like left wing, it's right wing. It's it's a whole broad thing, but I, I enjoy that. But one of the things is is that if you do move here and you, you are become British, you're allowed to vote for who you want and stuff. And there is there an identity where suddenly you find, like you're saying, like older conservative black people or older conservative immigrants will go, actually, I am going to vote conservative. And then they, there's a pressure from their community that, no, you must you yeah. must vote a certain way. And I think you see it a lot more in America where there was black people who go, I'm voting for Trump. And then a white person... This is this is where it gets weird. A white person will then go, "Oh, well, you're an Uncle Tom or something like that," and that to me is like yeah, outrageous. That yeah, you yeah. as a white person, like we're we're having a, our friend on next week, uh, Dom, who's uh, who's a police officer and he's black. And one of the things that I noticed a lot when I went on the Black Lives Matter march is the only people I really saw kick off were white people because it was almost like they didn't understand. Like well, the police will beat the fuck and out. With that. And it's also because it's easy to not take care of something that doesn't affect you. Mm. That's a good point. Do you know what I'm saying, though? Yeah, yeah. Because the thing is, like, they can go out with their skateboards, smash shit up, whatever. The whole... You chose the most white person <laughs> in the skateboard. Bro, that's what they were doing, though. They were skate skateboards, bro. Their ski it slopes. Guys, yeah, with, it, it, you, know you can come with your ski gear. Yeah. Went down there on their space hoppers. <laughs> Throwing quiche everywhere. Do you know what I mean? Like, just... <laughs> you know when people bring out onions to, like, get rid of the tea yeah, gas? Yeah, they got, like, sausage rolls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's easy to, just, to, to, to destroy something that doesn't, yeah. you know... It's sort of even, like, you look at it with, you know... You know this is moving away from nationalism, but sometimes with left-wing people, I see them, and it's like, oh, yeah, of course you can destroy this because if this flops, it doesn't affect you. Like, if the Nazi party got in tomorrow... You're fine. You're okay. I know. I, <laughs> Do you know what I mean though? Like you're fine. I thought exactly the same when I saw that statue of Edward Colston toppling in the harbour. I was like, why are they not? Nah, <laughs> nah, nah, nah. No, but like, because that, that that American YouTuber Logan Paul, he got in trouble because he went over to you know the having the riots in the black neighbourhood, and he filmed himself being involved. And really, he and his friends were just smashing shit up. And then going back to where they but, live but in the nice places. That's yeah. what some people think activism is, though. In a way, is that uh, and we're, we're it's, it, an it's social. It's an element. Yeah. yeah. So it is. It is. But sociologically, when you look at um, why riots happen, there's there's and and I'm amazed. I don't know what it will take for in this country for it to happen. What riot? Yeah. I mean, they well, London riots. Happen. Yes. Yes. But I think I think when you look at, like look at the thing with the, the riots and the Mark Duggan cases, what a lot of people don't look at is at the time the reason young people you had EMA cut. You had university fees were were just that year tripled. It was a hopeless, and it still is a hopeless time to be a young person in Britain. Orange you, Wednesday, Wednesday started gone. Yeah, uh, Orange got, Wednesdays. Yeah. yeah, they got rid of Orange Wednesday. That was the big one. I think that was the. And then what they did was is Nando's were giving out free chicken, <laughs> but you could print them off, <laughs> and we just like printed off hundreds and hundreds, <laughs> and they shut that down. <laughs> that was that was the final straw for me. That was the final straw. I was like, give me a fucking Molotov, <laughs> give me a Molotov and a copy of um, of Karl Marx. <laughs> manifesto and I'm fucking taking down the system baby like nah that, but that but that like when you look at why things like riots happen like again within the French Revolution or something it's usually there's a a straw that breaks the camel's back you, you know you look at the mm. things that have happened with uh, the PPE scandal over yeah. here Boris Johnson there will be something the cost of living all it will take is one act of what looks like you know with the George Floyd thing it, it has to be a a, a what completely and with that it, it was that it is what it looks like is the system is telling you we can do whatever the fuck mm. we want now 
and that will then break something out. Mm. Where show of hands, who's taking part in the t- next riots? What are That's you writing for? Oh, yeah. I mean, the thing is, I well, hand out water bottles. My, my, my I did, I did, did you go to? Did you, uh, did you go to the last protest? I I went for like twenty minutes, where there were too many people, so I went home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my, I didn't like. Michael, Michael be identifiable in the riots by the cardigan. Nah, because I've been I've been to riots. Have you? Yeah, yeah. All over to, the world. Yeah, yeah. I went to the Tamika riot. I think it's Tamika riots in North Carolina. Oh, I was yeah. at that riot. I was at a couple other riots. Did anything good? It's it's a strange thing, man. Was it was it a protest that turned into a riot or like oh this? No, is the protest. Now. I mean, I say riot was very light. Right, Israel was a bit of a riot. Uh, they, they, it's like that's daily. But it's um it's a fucking weird mentality, and so it's like when you're in it and the tear gas and the and the police are trying to contain people, but then people are frustrated with. It's like it's just it feels like someone's trying to put out a fire and people are constantly throwing petrol on it. Yeah. Like, it's the, do you know what I mean? Because you could be like, fuck, like, you stop doing this and it yeah. will stop the thing, but they don't stop the American thing. American police are kitted out. And then bro. they fucking like, you know, and then, then then they're trying to stop people coming in and they'll push someone, but the person they push is a 15-year-old girl. <laughs> it's just like, fuck, bro. Yeah. It's just like, you just, it's just, there's no stopping it and it, it just becomes this ball. It's fucking weird. In the UK, what I, I what I find so weird is the North voting Tory where my, both my parents were involved in the miners' strike a lot. And I remember as a child, they were telling me, that the miners strike. Your family involved in the miners? Is your dad boys with Billy Bragg? Oh yeah, they're, they're, <laughs> I they're thought so. Boys. <laughs> <laughs> I thought so. I saw something the other day. Went to a record show. Billy Bragg. Uh, do you know who Billy Bragg is? I heard the name. Yeah, Billy Bragg's like a real socialist musician. Mm. And um, and he, 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 so I saw one of his albums in the shop, and it said, and it had him he, that he put it on there. Do not pay more than three pound. Wow. For this album, and the album was for a fiver. <laughs> <laughs> so. So they were both involved in like the anti-Nazi league and things like that. And but the the I remember my parents growing up saying to me like how horrific the police were because this is under Thatcher. Mm-hmm. How how horrific the police were uh, during the miners' strike because yeah, they'd create a picket, they would go and just charge on police. And this is like the seventies and eighties, bro. They'll just beat the fuck out. There's no camera phone. Yeah. There's no you know. It was all dudes with mustaches. Yeah 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Guys guys who if they didn't did this they were gonna do it to their wives when yeah, they get yeah, home yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, policing yeah. like yeah. that that that. Kind Kind of shit, and now you have the biggest Tory stronghold is the fucking north of England. Like well, you know, it's kind of like we're saying about black people uh, who voted uh, conservative or Republican. I was like, how can you do that? But then I feel you know, sort of the liberals they can take um, for granted the black vote or mm. the, the poor white people vote, and then you know they just oh we naturally got that, and then they don't work on it. And then they're surprised when they lose it. Yeah, well, that, that's like I was saying. I, I, and no, it's like, sorry, so nothing infuriates me more as a white person than when like a, a white person starts having a go at a, a community of people uh, for not voting for, for whatever reason. They've gone, well, these guys aren't doing shit, so I'm going to vote the other way and see if they do, do shit. Do you know what I kind of miss? When I was younger, we just thought they were all shit. Yeah. yeah. But then now people are like, no, I, I, I love them. And you go, they're all shit. Why am I to fucking them being all shit? That's the British attitude. But that's what it should be, but it's not anymore. It used to be that we all thought all of them were shit and fuck them all. But now it's like, well, actually, I'm going to go with this one. It's like, well, why are you going with that one? They're shit. Yeah. They're but, all shit. What's the alternative, though? We only got two. Nothing. Yeah. Don't vote. Yeah, don't vote. You guys don't vote? No, I, I voted. What? Um, I voted twice. I voted uh, Labour 
I voted for the London Mayor. I think I went for Brian Paddock. The, I um, voted for a YouTuber for London Mayor. <laughs> My and I think I've gone Green Party. Party. Have such disrespect for democracy. And I think I went for Green Party. But but Green Party. Okay, yeah. but but democracy, I think, uh, especially in the the way we've got it, it it's an it's kind of an illusion. It isn't. It isn't. You've got a press. The the Daily Mail is the most read paper in this country. They have meetings weekly with the Conservative Party, who Do are they? in charge. Yes, they have meetings weekly. The reason Boris Johnson, the minute. The, the reason the Daily Mail and stuff aren't running anti-Boris stuff at the moment is because Boris needs them. So they've got... So, it's mafia. They've got someone yeah, in their pocket. Like, if they want to, they can turn a country... That you think the, the papers can be like, he was having a party when, when we were all inside, but instead they're like, he was trying his hardest. He needed to relax. Who didn't break a few rules? It's not 1946. There's other news resources out there. Do I know, know what I mean? It's not newspaper or nothing. The majority, the majority of people... And then you look at that, that's like this week when you see the papers with all the Jubilee stuff. To be honest, I couldn't give a shit about the monarchy. I'm I don't I don't think we should have it. I think I think you can't I'm an atheist, so as an atheist to believe in the monarchy itself would be completely hypocritical. But that's not Who's the gonna say then? What do you what do you sing at football? Well, I just I just kind of sing like, well, maybe there's you, but you get nationalistic about football. Uh yeah, yeah, I do. Alright, that's your god. Yeah, but the thing is, like, you got to understand this as well is Elliot's a lager lout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Elliot's a yob. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. Yeah, if we draw 1 1 with Senegal during the World Cup, I'm <laughs> seeing 10 German bombers and nothing stopping me. I just, uh, yeah, I just, I, I guess as well, I'm not really into sport like football. But, but Olympics, I don't really go, come on. No, I don't give a fuck. I just, I just travel about 90s rap. Wu-Tang. Yeah, like Wu Tang. No, I just, I just don't. No, but the thing is, for me, I was never nationalistic. Like for me, I think youth culture is way more. I'm way more proud of that than my country. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm more proud of the thing that we created than my country or that people create. Yeah, well, gra- do you know what I'm saying? Okay, no, but so grand music, right? Yeah, like that is you, you could one. Go, we're all from London. I remember when grime music first started, Channel AKA, yeah, all of these. Channel U back Channel then. U. So I was a bit younger, so it was like Channel AKA was where all these things yeah, come. Yeah. People would text in and stuff like that. And then to see that, see, <laughs> the shout <laughs> to sending 30p to send in, <laughs> give a shout, shout out to Croydon. <laughs> yeah, all the Croydon, man. Do you remember when people used to play end dubs next? Yeah, yeah, do you remember when people used to pay three quid for a phone background? Yeah, <laughs> man. Do you know what I used to do? I used to, get, I used to get my voicemail, I used to play Channel. Uh, channel U, and I would put my phone yeah. next to the next to the speaker, so that the song would be my voicemail. <laughs> did you oh, ever have else. that thing where you'd have your voicemail? I'd do it. Where I'd go, "Hello," the person would be like, "Hello." Everybody feel right, cunt. Now, why? Because this is my voicemail. <laughs> Whenever someone get you with it, in it, yeah. Like, <laughs> I did. I have that voice. Hello. I can't hear you, mate. That's a voicemail. Yeah. Oh, that was that was that was <laughs> such good pranking. Uh, imagine, imagine that you just go through your voicemail one day. Just I was like, your nan's died. I've been trying. To <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to reach it. Oh, I love that voicemail. But but yeah. So what, what you were touching on there about like? Do people still do that voicemail? No, who the fuck needs a voicemail? Listen to it, yeah. Barry Casanova still has a voicemail because whenever I ring him, it yeah, Milo's got a voicemail. Oh, Mike. Yeah, it's such a. It's like a. Full, it's such an older man. Should we listen? Should we listen to Milo's voicemail? <laughs> <laughs> Talking about DMT on no, it. No, we can't because it might accidentally give out his number or something. Why? But why would it give out? No, we'll just number? bleep it. 
Why we why we give it ah oh, fucking right, no, uh, no, um it, but, but then uh keep it serious guys <laughs> Southwest comedy podcast <laughs> if you want to listen no to no, no just, well, what if he answers unless it's Elliot's idea it dies basically yeah I know right Elliot don't want no one to do no bits bro like it was a bit I don't know where the bit was going but that's the fun of a bit a nice clip but it's not about Elliot so we can't clip it I'll call Milo oh yeah you do it for your clip no 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 don't do it it's just that it's just you know if he answers we're then gonna be in a two hour conversation Hello, brother. <laughs> that's how he's gonna answer the phone. You oh yeah, I never considered that he might just answer the phone. Yeah. Well, he won't answer the phone. Trust me, I know, I know Milo. I've, I've talked to Milo enough. Where you ring him back, he won't answer, and he'll call me back in between forty-five to an hour. Yeah. Okay. So if you had a gun to your head and someone was like, "Who out of the two of us is more likely to pick up, or you die?" I don't think I've really phoned you. No, you don't. I never talked to you. <laughs> yeah. We text. We text. You call me uh, on Sunday, say thank you. Yeah. I'll say probably Elliot. Elliot. I'll pick Elliot, up. Elliot, Elliot, Elliot picks up. I talk to Elliot a couple times a week. Because he responds yeah, quickly yeah, as well. Yeah. Elliot responds. Yeah, I talk to Elliot quick. a couple times a week. So I think You Elliot, do? Yeah. yeah. I didn't I didn't know that. Okay. Fair enough. You you've got you're a very anti phone call guy though. Yeah, you don't way. seem like a guy I could just call up and be like, Hey, what's up, Mike? You'd be like, we don't uh, know. what what yeah. what'd you what do you want? We call no, each other and chat every now and then. Yes. But we take I like to have a, a point to the phone call. That's what I'm saying. No, but me and Elliot just talk yeah, but, shit about the business. Oh yeah, no, me like we have like phone call conversations where I'm like, if MI five are listening <laughs> into this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah me and Elliot just say horrible things <laughs> for a couple of hours and then we go, Alright, well, I'm gone. Yeah, and it always ends in the same way, both of us. I'm like, always ends like we're making each other laugh and then it always ends with you good though, yeah? <laughs> nah, not really, man. Oh, I'll catch you later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, you right? Nah, so like, pretty pretty shit, actually. That's when you're about to leave. It's time to leave. Yeah, pretty much. But, you get to the emotional crux. But um, what you were saying about the football team is that I, I think this England football team in the Euros just gone. It, it was interesting to watch a team, uh, a, a diverse team, and a team that was also politically diverse and that they were politically astute, and they were going, we don't want to go meet Boris Johnson's government. They've talked shit about us taking the knee. It was back when actually taking the knee, I think, had like a real point to it. Now I think it's like everything in football is now used as gesture politics to just not actually have to do anything about anything. They can go, oh, we're taking the knee and racism still exists. We tried our hardest. So they're doing, uh, they were doing all of that stuff. And I think there was an actual, they, it was the first time there's been an England team. I've actually not just loved them on the pitch. I've loved them off the pitch because they, they were saying things that I think a lot of people, it brought out anyone, what was hilarious was there was comics like Nick Dixon, yeah, who before the fucking Euros was just there talking shit, like, oh, I'm not going to watch this England football team. They're a disgrace. They're bringing politics into football. Right, but we have to wear a fucking poppy, don't we? And then every every year, and then he, he like, by the end, like, oh, he's got, oh, this is a great side because they got to a final. So suddenly, because it suits these people, because they got to be national. Oh, yeah, who was that side. comic that, that got in trouble? After the penalty. Andrew Lawrence, what did he say? He, he started saying he did, he said none of the white players missed the penalty, <laughs> which I thought was quite funny. That is, that is quite funny, and, and, and also facts. It, it was just That's funny. funny. It's a it was funny. And do you know what was funny? Because I was saying, I was, the guy who said it. I know. I said yeah. to Kai, like I was like, you know, I was thinking of like a similar joke and how to word it. Like no, but it like it, it's only. Funny, like, until you know that they mean it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so I like, Andrew really meant I think, like anything, there was uh, after that, it's like when Ari Shafir got in trouble for his Kobe joke. It's like people want to put anger somewhere and they find a tweet and that then comes the thing they can put their anger at and be like, it's this guy. Andrew Lawrence is a fucking comedian. He's meant to make a joke about a subject. If you don't like the joke, just unfollow him. 
Yeah. Mute him. Yeah, there you go. Dealt with. Or you could also just ruin his career. That is an option now. That is as easy as disliking Tom. Mm. I have yeah, a even idea. Did, did you get much hate for uh what what was the kinds of hate you got for hate thy neighbor? <laughs> Death threats. Uh, Sorry about that. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, death threats, general hate. It's always hard, man, because it's one of them things as well. Is so is it WhatsApp popping? Is I'll, it? So I thought you were looking at your phone. Then no, I, no, I, was, no. I, was, I was doing a call back to what Elliot was. No, no, I've I've just got a time on my phone, so just to know oh, where we are. I wasn't. I didn't ask you that question. My, my apologies. I was trying to do a bit, but it didn't. It was based in lies. Um, <laughs> what notes are you taking? No, I just join lines. That's your lines. Helps you think. What are you I do. Like, and you do this with a pen. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mike, Mike, Mike writes that we don't just record everything what we say. Mike scribes it. Yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah, I, see, I, I got like death threats and sort of. Was it just from Nazis or no? Nationalists? No, normal people. And there was, and also just people telling me how wrong I was or. People telling me that still now to this day. I get them very little, very little. Like I get maybe you know once every couple months. But when it was coming, when that show was out, uh, but one of the problems as well is, uh, whenever there's a situation that was similar to what I filmed about, they pump the video out, mm -hmm. uh. and so it get I get like a whole new set. Mm. Like I got accused recently of being a, a russian propagandist because i did an episode in ukraine right about the you know the ones you know who that's everyone says is a nazi yeah that's off i filmed with them mm. but this was fucking three four years ago you so. had them before they were big i had them before they were big. You were the mixtape era <laughs> when, yeah, they, when yeah, they were yeah. on that piff <laughs> you were the channel aka that was, a, cha that was, that was a channel you of, of, of DJ drama people, was text, opening. people were texting in shout out the Donetsk <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but no yeah so I was, I, and then people would accuse me of being like taking money from the Russian government Mad. you know your best ever episode it wasn't even on the race it was that one where you went into that youth yeah. detention all the, all the episodes that weren't based on racism were the better ones because I think what happened was is by season 2 we because season one, there's only so much I can mask the same story six times. Yeah. And it is the same story six times. And I'm masking it. And there's only so much. So by season two, we wanted to change it completely, but there was problems with the channel. Right. So we had to like crowbar things in. And the prison episode is the one I'm most proud of. Yeah. Um, I think that's the best one. And I think that was, that was the one that I really uh, threw my weight in and was like putting my foot down and being like no it has to be this because they didn't want to put the kid with autism in it and they didn't want to do this and they did and i had to say no this is we're not doing that did, did you find and i i don't know if you want to say but sometimes like working with vice who, who again like, i think vice is a, a fantastic they still about yeah vice is huge but they the, the thing is it's like they'll put something incredibly like you just touched on it they'll put something incredibly inflammatory out almost but from like a left-wing perspective uh especially on the uh, to, to the point where it's like what they'll put like the most they sort of play into how people perceive them i think now for clicks it's like especially with their articles so they'll put out something that's incredibly like here's how white people are ruining uh doggy day daycare in this place yeah. and then everyone's in Indonesia. like every yeah, yeah everyone's like fuck you vice and they start and they drive up the engagement it's mm. like it's like on tiktok yeah it, i if if I, if I see people start arguing in the comments of tiktok so i know views are coming because you're driving up the engagement if you see mm. something you don't like it don't engage with yeah, it yeah i remember because like when i did vice the hate our neighbor and the thing is, I had a meet. I, you know, I spoke to them recently, and they, they, um, they, you know, they've all different people there now. So I'm not talking about them now. Mm. I don't know what they're like now. 
But um, there was like, um, I remember like this one guy, I don't think it was even work for Vice, they just worked for PA, uh, PR. Mm. And they were like, oh yeah, what we do is we put your videos on right-wing Reddit forums. Oh, yeah. fucking and no. I go, why? Uh, <laughs> why? And they were like, because it gets engagement. I'm like, but it's my life. Yeah, 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 You're yeah. talking about, I'm a person. Like, yeah. And they were like, you should do a Reddit AMA. I'm like, no. Yeah, every comment. Why just, am I gonna be? Every a comment just ask me anything. Why are you such a? No, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like that's that's what just it photos of fucking bananas. Like, I know exactly the fuck <laughs> yeah, it's gonna yeah, be. Yeah, like, I'm not fucking doing it. But like. they, but they as well. Because absolutely not. That's the like the nature of the sometimes of the basically working out. I remember seeing you kind of go through that, like you at the time yeah, going through yeah. it. The nature of the the beast that you work in in show business is sometimes you want to create. Oh, you want to create something like you yeah. go, I've got, as a documentarian, I've got this story that I want to tell about these people. And it ain't that name when it came across, because my favorite episode is the EDL one mm. with that lad, Tommy. <laughs> the, the, the guy, because the, the, all the show does is it shows like this guy has nothing in his life and he's actually a problem. Mm -hmm. And he's in the EDL because suddenly there's someone for him to blame and there's someone that gives his life meaning. Mm -hmm. That's why this guy, because at the, at the crux of that, this guy has also been failed by the system. This guy has been let down by the system. Well, Tommy no. Robinson. Not Tommy no, Robinson, no, this no, lad no. Tommy. He just lives on an estate and walks around putting up posters about how Muslims are coming to fucking Where's eat, he eat your dog. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, he's one of those guys. Eat your dog. You know what I mean? Oh, they're coming for your dog. Yeah, they're coming but for your dog. They want to anyway, yeah. put your cat in the car, but that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. Well, I think nationalism offers that to people, though. Nationalism offers a pride... Um, where you don't really have to do any heavy lifting. So, so I want to bring it. I want to bring out, and that's perfect for it. Is a uh, my favorite quote of a favorite comedian of ours, who I think has the best take on nationalism. I've oh, ever the Doug Stanhope. Yeah. Stanhope. Nationalism does nothing but teach you to hate people you never met and take pride in accomplishments you had no part in. And I think that's exactly what nationalism is. But I also, on the flip side, think nationalism, when it's good, like with England, when it was. No, do you remember that few weeks at the Euros where everyone just fucking got on in this country? It's like, whenever no, they, no, no. See, that's the thing is, no one got on. Oh. It was the same fucking world. It's just, it's just that people, a couple of people watch a football game. Like, and why should yeah. it be contingent on a result, you know? No, but that's what I'm saying is like, this I, country... I, just, I, I think it's just, I, I don't see the. I, 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 don't, I didn't see it as this change no. in the in this Olympics 2012. That I felt that, that was I didn't. Good, good vibes. I didn't. I, I all I remember is there's too many people on the fucking train. Travali <laughs> 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 yeah. can't I'll, get rid of these foreigners. They get rid of these fucking foreigners on the train. I felt like so there's nothing worse. Yeah, you can come live in this. You can come live in London. Yeah, but don't you dare like you know. Oh no! Don't stand on the uh, escalator the wrong side. Oh right! Is there nothing worse than when there's a when there's a bunch of. Uh, Northerners. No, Northerners. I'm going to say, sorry to, sorry to say this again. Spanish tourists. Oh, man. <laughs> on, their way, on their way to Camden? Spanish tourists. I have never seen, because, uh, like, Spain, whenever I go to Spain, yeah, I don't know if it's because Spanish, like, waiters and stuff don't like English people or what it is. They, nobody wants to serve. <laughs> nobody wants to do it. Why do I, Spanish people love Camden? 
uh, I don't know actually. But the but, thing though, right? But every time I go with my family, it's like, wow, it's it's uh, like we are everywhere. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. just like a very popular place. Like they love like yeah. Spanish tourists. Definitely bang out Camden Market, bro. Yeah, because for us, this is like London. It's and it's like we we believe that we whenever we go to Camden, it's like oh, this is not like a touristy place. So we are just oh. here. <laughs> just, <laughs> do you know, you know it's like the most touristy. Yeah, you know, yeah, but yeah. we we don't know that, so we pretend to be like oh yeah, people go to see the big. Ben, but I, I am oh, cool, I so you. I go I to see you. Camden because people yeah, don't come here, yeah. and I can buy secondhand here, secondhand stuff. Yeah, so that's why I, we go to I, Camden. What's, oh. that play, what's that place in Spain then that British people think is like underground? But Costa really? del Sol. We think no one else is Gibraltar, Barcelona. <laughs> no, Barcelona is like we have a like lot of tourists. I think Costa Brava. Okay. Or like some parts in, in Valencia that they're like, yeah, no one is here. It's like, yeah, you're all there. Because that is, to be fair, British people are also awful in spec. Like, British people, whenever you see the oh, Costa yeah. del Sol or like Gibraltar or something, and it's just uh, English people walking around going, there's no way to get a fucking decent pie and mash around here. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, indulge in another yeah. culture. <laughs> fucking what do you mean, man? We go there, we eat paella. <laughs> no, yeah. we don't. Eat a big bowl of wet rice. No. Yes. <laughs> we don't get eat myself a couple clams. Yeah, we go, Why yeah. couldn't you fucking take the shellfish out and do it? Why do I have to do it? You got Margaret and Nick there yeah. fucking complaining. Where did about you guys it. go on holidays? Where did I go? My, holidays. My, my, my dad took me Greenland. Oh, okay. My dad was. My did you dad, go on holidays? My mom took me Notting Hill Carnival one time. <laughs> when I was did you? Did you ever go holiday? <laughs> my, did you watch your mum wine with the police? <laughs> oh, I do. Yeah. I do have a picture of that. Yeah. Uh, no, I went. I went Nigeria uh, for like three months. But I never really went on a holiday. You never went on a holiday. Uh, have you been on a holiday before? Yeah. Where have you been? You went you know to what? Texas. You told us the other week. Oh yeah. Where'd you go to, to Texas? I went with my sister though. My, my, just go see my auntie. I went and I was like, yeah, but that's that's still a family trip though. Yeah, it's, that counts. That counts. I was like thirteen. Yeah. Okay. All right. Where'd you Where'd you go? I went on. Yeah. Where did we go? My mom used Yo. to buy. No, my mom. Yeah, <laughs> with my grandma. My grandma used to take me to like um, Butlins and uh, you know, caravan holidays. You're like white side of the family is very white. Oh, they're white, bro. <laughs> and they're not upper class white, bro. They are like you see my. You saw them the other day. They are. They are. They are like there is a uh, washing machine in the garden wine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I've got, I've got uncles that are the set, that are younger than me. <laughs> you know them type of ones, but, but like, yeah, they, they, um, but there, so a lot of camp, a lot of them holidays, a lot of teletext holidays. Um, I went Disneyland. Is Disneyland good? Because I hear every, uh, any adult who goes Disneyland. You want to yeah. hear so many kids, you never hear so many kids crying. <laughs> Is then in Disneyland, like always, just kids. I've hot. been Disneyland Paris as an adult. Yeah, breakfast is good. I went Disneyland America. As but well. no, I I can understand going, but I don't understand adults who get excited. Do you know what? That is part of nationalism, right? I, I'm going to link this, uh, and then we're going to move over. Land to adults, Paris. adults no. that love Disneyland are always in a wheelchair. <laughs> but like another mobility wheelchair. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? And they wear and they the badges. They got the yeah. Mickey Mouse ears on. And they've always, they're always like in a wheelchair, but they walk. Yeah. <laughs> they you just want to get to the front yeah, of the ride. I don't know. I don't even know if it's that. But they always in a wheelchair, but they walk. Yeah. But you I, know exactly what I'm talking about, oh, isn't you it? See, you see that I, we're, saying, hey, we're saying taking pride in this country just because of the Queen and stuff is weird, yeah? Mm -hmm. There is nothing fucking weirder. And it's the same disease. Adults who love Disney, uh, people who think they're Disney princesses and all of that stuff to me, 
exactly the same as a fascist. You have bought into a brand. You have been sold a fucking brand and you're buying into it and making it part of your personality. It's like you're a fucking weirdo. What about it's like you and MMA? No, but at least I That's actively go. No, no, no. But at least I actively go do MMA, and I don't make it. I don't sit there and go, "Oh my god, I'm fucking at MMA." Ah! If you yes, met you one of your people, yes, you do. if you met one of yes, your you people, do. Uh, I tell you now, if I met Israel Adesanya, I would absolutely <laughs> the exact yeah. No, oh, do you know, I met the other guy. You know the one who um, oh, who beat him? You know the other New Zealand? He was a world away. Uh, the one who knocked no, him out. Yeah, Israel beat. Uh, oh uh, no, do you, do you mean Robert Whitaker? I yeah. met him. Is he cool as fuck? He's, he's a nice guy. He's a, nerd, he's a nerd as well. Yeah, I'm both, a nice guy. I met him in the New Zealand. We'd done a show together. Oh, class. And I was like, who's this little prick? I'll knock him out. <laughs> and then, no, I didn't think <laughs> And um, he, um, yeah, he's a really sweet guy. He's sound as fuck. We're going to switch over to the Patreon now. So do you guys have anything to plug? Uh, if you uh, Let's plug the Patreon. If you want to listen to the rest of this, Jamali's hanging out for a little bit and get some other episodes where we have extended stuff on it and we get a little, get a little bit more... Have a little bit more fun on them sometimes. We say names. So are we editing this? No, no, no. I just, I, we just, we just continue. I want to edit the last bit. No, that's what did you say about Robert Wick? I don't want to beat me up when he says. No, he sounded smart, man. You're not gonna meet him again. No, <laughs> I'm never going back to New Zealand. <laughs> Too far. Yeah. That's the problem with like Australia and New Zealand. Is it so far? Yeah. And once you've seen one, it's like Canada. I've been America. <laughs> I know what I know the flavor. Yeah. You see what I'm saying about British people abroad? Yeah, but yeah. the same way, like, you know, listen, you've been uh, what where's that? Okay. If you've been to Wales, you've been Scotland. You've been. Do you know what I'm saying though? You've been. And if you've, you've been, been to Ireland, you've been nah. Bro, if you've been to Denmark, you've been Sweden. I know what you mean. I know you've what you been. mean. You've yeah. been. Like it's like Canada and America. But Sweden don't feed kids. You've been seeing this on Twitter, man. No, why didn't they feed kids? So, like, if apparently this is a cultural thing. If you're a kid and you go out to your friend's house in Sweden and it's oh. dinner time, they'll tell you, wait upstairs, I'm going to go eat dinner and then I'll come back. They're all they don't, they they don't feed fucking, their kids. They don't feed other people's kids. Scandinavian countries yeah. are fucking weird, man. Because it's, you feel That's like. That's weird, isn't it? You feel yeah. like. Your mum, if you had friends on, would your mum feed them kids? Yeah, I mean, if, if like, I brought them on, on plan, she'd be mad at me, but she'd feed them. Yeah. And then yeah. tell me off. Would your mum hit another person's kid? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Would your mum feed another person's kid? Like if yeah. you had mates. Yeah, yeah. Did yeah. you have mates around your house? Yeah, yeah. there's enough fish fingers and smiley <laughs> face potatoes to I go around. You, I, I know. Excuse me. I'll be like, I'll stay up here actually. Yeah, I'll yeah, stay yeah. Up here. I know the food. <laughs> I bet Elliot's food growing up was fuck here. Oh my god. Gross. If, if I, I went to Mike's house, yeah. Can your mum cook? Oh, my mum's fucking mental. She can't even fucking. Are we on Patreon now? No, no, no. I don't I don't I didn't get a talk about your mum like that. She's a good woman. You've never met her. Oh, okay. <laughs> my mum would. Was that a real low? I fucked your mum. Yeah. Pretty much, I shagged your mum. So yeah. So if you want to listen to the rest of the episode for more Jamali talking about banging my mum, three pound fifty a month. Um, Mike, you got anything to plug? Nothing at all, man. Nothing, um, Jamali. I've got some more hour dates. I'm gonna be doing some more shows. I'm doing Edinburgh for three days. Class. And. Um, Instagram, Twitter, Jamali Maddox, and um, that's it, man. I ain't really got fuck all. Sergey, you got anything? Oh, no. Uh, no, not, re- not yet. Not yet. Not you doing yet. your own podcast? Uh, I started my own podcast, but oh. I haven't released anything yet. Uh, Sergey and the City. That's right. ah. it's very nice. What's it about? 
Camden. Moving country. Camden. This is about Camden. Camden. Yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> he, re- he, records it on, he records it on the right side of the escalator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's this little gem in London called Camden. Um, so, yeah, if you want to listen to the rest of the episode and uh, get some more extra content, the Patreon's up. It's £3.50 a month. Um, we've been BTEC Philosophers. If you like the stuff, share it, tell a friend, share the clips. We always appreciate we that. appreciate you. Thank you very much.